Honestly, I am down to the wire, and this is probably the latest and closest to my publish time that I have recorded an episode. You know, my husband was just telling me and saying, you know, the, the morning is wiser than the evening, and I just told him that I don't trust myself in the morning, and what I mean is I don't trust myself to wake up in time to start the day and on top of that, record an episode. So let's dive in to this quick little gem I have for you today. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle, and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. John 3.16 in the New King James Version reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I read verses 16 through 17 and As I mentioned in the previous episode, I am in Bible Study Fellowship. I absolutely love this organization, and I have done several in the past. We are studying the book of John, and I know that that, for some of you, that might just be, you know, your regular Bible study (laughs) rehearsal of, you know, the main verse in one of the main verses in the New Testament. However, what I love about BSF and the questions that we have to do with the actual study, it asked about this particular verse, what it means and and what we might think of it. And and it just really struck me. One of the answers was, you know, the, the things I wrote down was, you know, it says, for God so loved the world. And my thought was just, why? And I've been contemplating that. Like, I know and I understand the creation story and how he created us in his image. And, you know, but we (laughs) went our own way and I'm just trying to figure out and maybe I'm trying to grasp the love of God. Have you ever tried to do that? And that just kind of hit me now, like grasping that. And I wanted to read that verse to you. If you haven't read your Bible today, there you go. And (laughs) I read it to you. We'll start the day like that, shall we? And I want you to think about John 3, 16 through 17. I love reading the second part, that he didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him, through his sacrifice on the cross. So let me know your thoughts on that. And I would love to hear from you. So I also want to remind you that I have a speak pipe and I'm going to start playing questions on the show Just leave your name and your location and feel free to ask anything that has to do with faith, fitness, motherhood, homemaking. And if I can't answer it, then I will invite someone on the show that can. 
As I've said also before, I absolutely love interviews. They are my favorite. I love having guests on here to teach me and you at the same time. That is one of my specialties now, I think. I I really just enjoy having others on the show. Now, I have some notes here because, like I mentioned in the intro, I am unbelievably down to the wire. I don't think I've ever recorded this late. It's it's 11.30 at night. I think I have before, before my son was born, but not since my son, Micaiah, was born. I have not recorded this late, and I do have a a lineup, if you will, of episodes in the queue, I guess you can say. Um, but those I like to space out, and some of them are interviews, and I put them strategically. Well, I try to be strategic about it. Um, and for this episode, I wanted to, I wanted it to be brief and just kind of about, you know, my thoughts on a few things in regards to faith and fitness, and also hopefully it helps you in your journey as well. As moms and homemakers, we can be really busy, and that is why I'm here right now. (laughs) This day has been crazy. Our kitchen sink wasn't working. The kitchen was a disaster. Laundry, all the things. You get it. And I am currently in a shred, a calorie deficit, and I'm working out a little bit more than I normally do. So it's all good things, all good things. (laughs) But sometimes uh, you can't do it all, right? You've got to pick and choose. And we can talk about that in another episode. So I wanted to talk to you about today, uh, just today, point out a few things for components of fat loss. Now, I've talked about this in the Facebook group when I first started the Facebook group, and I need to revive that a little bit. I have been breaking from social media and that's another another story but I talked about the difference between <laughs> fat loss and weight loss there is a difference and a lot of people will say they want to lose weight but what what they're saying is they want to lose fat uh, don't we all we all want to lose fat and we do want to keep on weight per se if it is our muscle we do not want to lose muscle And I've talked about that before in past episodes. I want to talk to you about the two most important things. This will help you aid in fat loss as well, but the two most important components for fat loss. Now, the first one is a calorie deficit. So what that is, is after you figure out, and and we can walk through this in another, (laughs) on another day, but once you figure out your caloric intake for the day, so this is your total daily expenditure, what you put out and what you put in, and you will figure out how many calories you will need to have in order to be in maintenance. So to just maintain your physical fitness, your body shape type, where you're at. Then once you know what that is, you'll want to go in a deficit if you want to lose weight. I will, if I if I can find one of the equations I use for this, I will put it in the show notes, but like I said, it's very late, so I might not do that. So you're going to want to eat a little bit less, a couple hundred calories less, anywhere from 250 calories less to 600 calories less. It just kind of depends on your weight, your goals, where you're at, how much you're going to be able to lift weights at the gym. I want to 
also say the second most important component, if you will, for fat loss is adequate protein. Now you can be in a calorie deficit, your weight will go down, but if you're not hitting your protein correctly, you will not maintain the muscle you have nor build the muscle that perhaps you wish to have. It just, it's not going to happen. What happens when you do that, if you're in a caloric deficit, you know, you're under on your calories, uh, you're going to be over on something, probably one or the other thing, carbs or, or fats, but you're not eating enough protein and you're still like in a calorie deficit. What happens then, in my opinion, and from my experience, seeing other people coaching other friends in the past and myself included, you will see what is called skinny fat. So basically you're not, you know, you don't look like you have a lot of fat because you're in a calorie deficit. You're staying fit-ish because you're in that deficit, but you're not getting the protein your muscles need to grow and to maintain. So that is what happens, like I said, in my opinion, and from my personal experience. When you're in a calorie surplus, it will cause weight gain. So this is one thing that a lot of people might not understand is they'll say, you know, they'll, they're doing everything they can. They exercising three or four times a week, which is great. They're going on walks, but, and they're eating healthy ish, you know, healthy ish balanced, but they're not really seeing any changes. Well, my first question would be, are you tracking? Are you logging your workouts? Like really understanding progressive overload how strong are you getting? And then two, are you really adhering to some sort of plan in the kitchen? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, two snacks. Are you getting 30 grams of protein per meal, maybe more? Most likely you're in a calorie surplus. And if you're gaining weight and you're not seeing the results that you want to see. So I, I wanted to also point out, you can burn fat and build muscle, but you you don't turn muscle, or I'm sorry, excuse me, you don't turn fat into muscle. This is me recording at 1130 at night, so <laughs> just bear with me. And the, the thing too is like, you could take a picture of somebody who weighs 145 pounds, for example, and then you can put someone next to them who might not look like they weigh 145 pounds because they're lean and they're strong and they look like physically fit. They not, I don't want to say athlete, but they, they know their stuff, they're working out, they're eating right. And they weigh the exact same. And the reason is because muscle, the person who is 145, it, they don't look out of shape per se, but you know, they got some work to do but they look average. They look normal, but they do look like they need to lose a little bit of fat, a little bit of weight. And the other person is in shape. So what, why do they weigh the same? So muscle, it does weigh more than fat. It does. However, it takes up less space on the body. So you're going to look leaner. You're going to look more quote, shredded, if you will, you'll look fit. And when you have more fat on the body, it's going to spread out more. It's going to take up more, more space, more weight. Do you ever see 
you know, one of those, oh, if you ate this, it's this much fat and they put it on a scale and like how big and thick and long and chunky it is. (laughs) And I'm not saying fat is bad because fat is really good, especially for kids. (laughs) But when you want to burn fat, you want to get rid of that kind of fat and you want to build muscle and you want it, you will appear smaller, even if you weigh the same and maybe your waist goes in a little bit and you fit into those jeans way better. You're going to feel better on top of that as well. I've heard this question a couple times in the Facebook group, like, what is the best diet? What is, what should I do? What, where should I start? Well, I think just from my experience and my nutrition class and talking to other coaches and being around people who do this all the time, The best diet, in my opinion, is one that you can stick to long-term. Now, when I say long-term, I mean longer than three weeks, longer than a month, longer than three months, longer than six months, something you can do on the regular every day without it being, oh, I'm on a diet. Oh, I'm like, I can't. Uh, I can't do that. I can't enjoy that. I can't have that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that kind of diet. I'm saying using a tool instead of a diet would probably be the best long-term. So whether that tool for you is keto, paleo, macros, something to that effect, I would say what tool will work for you long-term. This wraps up what I wanted to share with you today because I have been thinking about quite a bit and I wanted to point out, because I do see a lot of searches and questions. And I don't know if you guys know, um, if you've ever heard of the search, certain search engines, um, ask the public and there's certain things like that. I do aside from asking the Facebook group and doing content research and reaching out to other moms, what you guys want to hear about and what you guys want to learn about. You know, I might be a few steps ahead of you. We might be walking alongside each other. I love learning about health and fitness But these two most important components for fat loss, again, are being in a calorie deficit and making sure you're getting adequate protein. And I am currently right now in a calorie deficit. I feel phenomenal. Uh, I think I could even go a smidge lower than where I'm at because it's still a lot of food for, for me, but I... I'm doing pretty good with it and I'm hitting my protein. I'm at 120 grams per day. There are interesting ways of getting your protein in. And I do a whey isolate shake and there's some other things too, if you're interested in all the ways, because I just, I'm not a huge meat person. Like I will eat it, you know, delicious here and there, but I just all day long, 120 grams. (laughs) That's not, not for me. (laughs) So I get about anywhere from 20 to 40 with a supplemental source. And that's how I've been hitting it. But I wanted to share, actually, I wasn't going to share this. This isn't even in my little notes on my phone. (laughs) I make little notes just so I don't forget things. But I wanted to share that ever since I've been really honing in on my macronutrients and tracking my intake, being in a deficit, and hitting my protein, what's really crazy is I'm not hitting that afternoon slump like I normally do around three-ish, 
four-ish where I'm like, oh, I need another coffee. I'm not hitting that until about eight o'clock at night. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. <laughs> I've hit it, <laughs> but I'm not hitting that. And then I was washing my face the other day and I've I've only been here in about for about 10 days now. So in this calorie deficit and really, really focusing in on my protein. I noticed on the back of my arms, I have psoriasis. I had it as a kid really bad and I have it sporadically, but it's gone. And I'm not sure, I am drinking a lot more water too. So it just could be a combination of all of the things, but I do think there is something to be said about getting enough protein in your diet. So if I were to challenge you with anything today, it would be two things. Please leave me a speak pipe message <laughs> and ask any question that you want. And then try to hit your protein once you figure out that number. And if you're having a really hard time with doing that, maybe your speak pipe message should be about me helping you figure out your protein intake and your caloric deficit. I would love to do that for you. With that said, I do have to wake up quite early. I started jujitsu and I have a women's class at 7 a.m. I could talk about it forever, probably. <laughs> One of the new things I could talk about forever, but I am in no place. <laughs> I would like to go for a few more months and then start sharing my experience on the show with you. Until next time, remember this little fitness tip if you love playing spades. <laughs> Calories are king and protein is queen. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.